Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Bing, 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 Welcome back to the final episode of season one of Suggestible in the City, where we recap every episode, rain, hail or shine, of And Just Like That. And let me tell you, it's been raining. It's been raining a lot These today. last two weeks, Claire. <laughs> I mean, maybe there's like the sheen has like worn off the no, show. No, no, or... I have so many feelings. I have Ooh, so many feelings, You James. said, I don't want to take any notes. I know, because I'm so mad. It's just going to come out organically, like some kind of horrible diarrhea. <laughs> oh, wow. I'm very excited for that. <laughs> I'm so sorry for that metaphor, everyone. I'm Claire Twenty, by the way. James yep. here also, just in case you didn't know. Uh, we're married. If, if you happen to come across this and you're like, oh, well, this is the last episode. We might do a season two for this, but also we have a podcast together called Suggestible where we do general suggestions. This is a spinoff of that. Correct, exactly. And this is a spinoff of our show, which and uh, is connected to the fact that Sex and the City and just like that is kind of like a spinoff of Sex and the City, would it be? I don't know. Does that make any sense? Collings, take that out. One of us is having a stroke. So I'm I don't having know a stroke ha- I don't know I what's feel happening. So many feelings, James. Let me tell you this though. Before you get into it, okay. uh, shout out to the people over at Blue Paper Towel Dispenser. Uh, it's not like a regular paper towel dispenser. You don't wave your hands under it. You wave it in front. Uh. So it's good because we got a demonstration of the product. I know now if I ever see one of them in the wild, I'll be like, oh my goodness. I know if I ever open a restaurant or a bar or a function center, maybe. Blue paper towel dispensers Correct. are where I want to be. Um, also, side note, I also noticed one other sponsor. Oh. Did you? But I don't think so. Eiffel Tower? Cigarettos. Oh, they said Dunhills, didn't yes. they? That's interesting. And we both yeah. smoke the same brand. Yeah. Okay, so Sex in the City is is not you only. Scumbags are at HBO Max. <laughs> no. Sun, they've probably got some underhand deal with Definitely. that particular brand. Because and you, they're spreading cancer. You can't. I don't know what's the specifics of where you can. No, there's a can't, lot of legal remedies. But yeah, you can't like that. promote. I know you can't do them in like race cars anymore. You can't like have like a Marlboro car and all. No, but you can have things. one of the best characters, Seema, smoking sexily and rolling around Ooh. with a shiny, shiny hair. That hair is fabulous. That's my favorite kind of sex scene. Just two people just rolling on top of each other. <laughs> It was, and she was sort of lounging on his stomach, and they, that was it. That's all you saw. And then the he's weirdly, rude as well. He's yeah. like, she's on the phone. He's like, "Hey, you want any food?" I know. And I'm like, "Dude, she's on the fucking phone." Okay. The other thing that really annoyed me about that scene is that he put, puts food in her mouth while she's talking to her friend. Her friend says very rightly, "Oh, I'll let you go," and seems like, "No, no, 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 definitely keep continuing." Yeah. But then she eats on the phone. Gross. And then she smushes her face into handsome rude man's face moom, 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 on the phone so much so, like there's food and smush, yeah. like kiss at the same time. And Kerry so much so he's like, oh, a kiss just like that. Would you want a kiss like full of food? No, nah, I don't want that. While someone's on the phone. I mean, I guess she's in, she's in love. I was once in a circle uh, that began as like, um, like you're, you're kissing, like you pass something along and it started with a piece of cheesecake. And I'm like... No, I'm not. Hey, what? Back up. Like you what put a piece of cheesecake mean? in your mouth <laughs> yes. and then it's all smooshed and you pass to the next person oh. and I'm like, I refuse to take part in this. Was this a, like a game at a like a Yeah, it was like at a bar. Game? Oh no, it was like it was like I was like 20, 21. Oh. It was awful. Claire. If I had known this, I still I think would about never that. have dated you. <laughs> Good. You shouldn't have. But I didn't take part, Claire. But I would understand if it was like a sexy, I don't know, even yeah, like a straw. People do it with like a, like a playing card or whatever. Yeah, you know what that I mean? would be different. But a smooshy piece I didn't of like cheesecake. It. I did not like it. Anyways, oh. what I thought about this episode was it didn't feel like an ending to a self-contained series. And it's also not interesting enough for a, like a continuation. I'm no. not like, oh, I can't wait to see what happens next. No. I'm just like, oh, okay. 
It's finished, is it? I could not have cared less about it. I don't want to rewatch it. Every other episode up until the end of episode eight, I have rewatched. I'm not, I'm going to admit now three times at least. Yeah, because I love it. That's good. I have loved it. And the last two episodes, I have not even wanted to rewatch for the show that I have to record about it. What a downer! It's just. There was something, you know what it was? Mm. It took a pivot. It, it feels like in the dying of Miranda's hair at the end of the episode, in the way that Carrie kind of shows up on the bridge to get rid of Big's ashes, yeah. in this like spectacular dress. And her washing up gloves. Yeah, and her washing up It just kind of missed the mark with that fashion moment as well. It didn't feel poignant either, that no, dumping that's of what the I mean. Maybe that's also poignant. because he's awful real life. Um, I know, but, but no, I just no, didn't no. think it was framed. No, it wasn't properly, framed well. Like. It didn't lead into it properly. I feel like she wouldn't have left him in in Paris because then she can't visit him. Which yeah. it's sort of weird. It's like she's left him in Paris in a place where they actually didn't spend a lot of time together. No. So that's a weird plot point as well. Like because part of the reason why, and his brother comes to say, "Can you put him in our family plot?" And yeah. she's like, "No, no, no. I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to take him to a city that nobody lives in, including him, where we actually kind of fought a lot." Yeah. And he kind of said he was going to leave me um, for Paris in a way in one of the seasons. No, no. I know I'm going to. I'm going to go wear a big. Woofy orange dress. And yeah. I'm going to tip him out in the river there. That's, it's just like really selfish as well because then his brother can't just go and visit him either. Yeah. It's just such a weird plot choice. And I feel like what the last two episodes have done, and I think wrongly, mm. is they're trying to set it up as a new version of the same show. Like Miranda gets yeah. her hair dye red. Carrie says goodbye to Big and now she's like on the last scene, this spoiler alert, kissing her edit, her mm, producer mm, in the mm, elevator. Mm, and, you know, there's Seema having a sexy romp on the phone. Yeah. Like it feels like they did all this work in moving the story into this really interesting realm of women in their 50s and 60s who've really moved forward in their lives who are battling really difficult challenges like grief and loss and you know, questioning their identity and their sexuality and their marriages. And they've taken it from those really dark, grave sort of but really hard-hitting sort of emotional beats and the difficulty with parenting teenagers. All that stuff is so juicy and interesting. And then they've just taken it and put it back into this kind of like frothy They're all young again. Charlotte did a a bar mitzvah. She's young again. (laughs) They're all young again. Oh, my God, that is so true. It's so true. It just feels like and Carrie is now just what like randomly kissing her producer who she had like zero chemistry It's so strange because like, I mean, he, they, she had more chemistry with him than the the teacher or whatever. But 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 like. That date was weird for also, I thought, because he's like, so I just Googled you and you're a famous author. And I wanted to be like, you're at the auction. The auction when they were like, he's famous author, (laughs) Carrie Bradshaw. And he's like, she's like, well, I Googled you, Teacher of the Year. And I'm like, wow, these are some startling revelations that we're discovering about these characters. Yeah. Boo. Yeah, but it's weird that they're like, oh, this guy who's been in like, I don't know, six of these ten episodes is like, oh, he's interested. And I'm like... I know, I know this guy's been here, but who is this? Right. Like, I don't he's know like, anything about this dude. He's so boring. Yeah. He's totally boring. He's been in the background the whole time. And, yes, he's very good looking, but he's good looking in a way that you'd see him in, like, a Peter Jackson suit ad, which is like Wow, a, that's a very specific and local reference, Claire. Yeah, I know. But you know what I mean by <laughs> yeah. when I say that? It's like a local suit company that no shade on Peter Jackson. Nah, fuck this episode Peter Jackson. Is not no, I actually know the people who own Peter Jackson. They're really lovely. Well, I'm going to say. Know, they often have like a graying haired man that looks very much like you actually wow, thank in like you. a knitted woolen jumper in an ad. And, and it's just so generic and boring. And I feel like even, okay, the thing that also annoyed me about Ooh, this. Oh, here we go. Oh, my goodness, was the scene when Miranda and Carrie are in the bathroom and they're kind of having this reverse confrontation of when Carrie was going to Paris and Miranda's like, you're living in a fantasy. And she's like, I would rather live in a fantasy than stay here and watch you guys live your life. I want to go and live my life in Paris and, you know, all of that stuff. That is such like an incredible moment and there yeah. is snow and it's just you really believe all of that emotional tension. And they had that incredible scene with Shay when they were kissing Miranda in Carrie's, yeah. you know, apartment. That scene and the writing yeah, in that really is good. so visceral and great. And then you have this like 
it feels like from a different show mm. where they're having this hokey conversation that doesn't really make sense. No. And Carrie's wearing a ponytail. It was so weird. Oh, yeah. With a, no, with a scrunchie. Exactly, exactly, um, yes, exactly. And then the. Or just before you get to that, and she's like, weird. and Miranda's like, I can't go. Oh, like, you know, Carrie's like, you can't go. It's a 14 hour flight. And I'm thinking, like, who cares? Like, Where? I live in Australia. It's like 30 hours to get anywhere <laughs> from here. 14 hours is nothing. No. But yeah, then the 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 rabbi, the trans rabbi comes out and is like, so I've been listening and this is what I think. And again, it's like, who are you? Like, and they just like explain what's happening and then leave. And there's nothing new. She's like, yeah. I clearly see. Like, I don't know what they were supposed to be there for. Yeah. Because it was kind of like pointing out exactly what the audience already knows. Yeah, well, like, that I, Carrie exactly. and Miranda I have a this. really deep relationship. And they just kind of carry Miranda then and just like, and like, I also like, I understand that Miranda's like, hey, like, yeah, I'm giving up an internship. You know what I mean? It's, uh, she went to that weird party where the Shay did the reveal that like, they're going to California by doing a song and the family's there. And that was like weird. And I get, you know, Shay's like a celebrity. So I guess, you know, all that attention and whatever, but. Strange, strange thing to do, so and then slowly reveal that to Miranda, like, oh, I want you to come. And I also understand, like, initially, I'm like, Miranda should absolutely not go. But also, like, Miranda is, I get that at a point in her life where, like, I always play by the rules, I always do, like, the safe and regular thing. You know, at this point in my life, I've got money, I've got stability. Why don't I do this one nice thing, you know, for myself, yeah. whether it works out or not? Did you like, notice that our boy Steve was not in the episode at all? You think I didn't notice that, Claire? <laughs> of course I noticed. Because <laughs> that's what all, all shifts me. So he has that really poignant moment with Carrie that we felt like was only really short in last week's episode. And then really what I thought the se- the whole season was building towards and what I think he deserved, frankly. Yeah. And what I think would have made a much more believable sort of climax and kind of tipping point was him fighting for Miranda and her not wanting him to fight for her. But we never got to see a proper showdown between them or a real reflection of what it means for a marriage to fall apart in that way, in a real way. Like even Brady seems like totally fine with the fact his mum is has been having an affair and has left his dad for someone yeah. else like he just looks like he can't even couldn't even care less Brady right but but that's not reality no. like even if your teenage son i think is disconnected from you or you don't have a strong relationship and I don't think that's true when you see them as a family no, unit No that's definitely not true No yeah. his dad and him have a very strong bond I've met you know, friends of mine, people I know whose parents have had affairs. Yeah. It's awful. Yeah. And they're so angry. I mean, maybe he doesn't know. No, but he does because he, I'm sure he does. Because. I can't imagine Steve would be the kind of person like, we broke up because your mother cheated on me. Yeah, but that's also an interesting plot point, right, that they totally skated over. Yeah. They didn't Yeah, no, you're right. Exactly. The only reason we don't, the only reason I'm saying it is because we don't. We don't actually know, know, which would have made a much more interesting thing because really at the essence of what Sex and the City is was an examination of human behaviour. Yeah. And I feel like in this last two episodes they've gone, I know what we're going to do. We're going to kind of sexy it all up again and Mm. we're going to make them all feel like they're all young and single again and we're going to launch them off into a new season. And now I'm so just not looking forward to the the direction of the next season yeah. because I feel like they've just taken this weird kind of U-turn and it's become the show that I was always scared it was going to be. Yeah. And for the first eight episodes it wasn't. I, I so, think like that know. the ideas at the start to like give them all their own story arcs and all of those things, that was really unique and Carrie having to deal with grief and Miranda's Angie. marriage and yeah. falling in love with somebody who's non-binary and Charlotte having a non-binary kid and what comes with all of that and even like Samantha being away, which we'll get to. Um, <laughs> all of that is really interesting and an interesting shake-up, but you're right. It also felt to me a bit like what they did with the first movie where all yeah. of these things happened and then, and then they're just like, that's fine. Exactly. <laughs> everything's exactly. actually all right. It's actually yeah. everything you th- thought, everything's the same. Don't even worry. Yeah, that's exactly right. And everything kind of like gets wrapped up in a sort of weird bow but doesn't really because nothing, life doesn't happen like that. And in the actual TV series, there were so many characters and story arcs that were ongoing and Mm. messy and difficult throughout the whole thing. And this felt like suddenly 
just like the colours of that bar mitzvah was so bright and rainbow, which, yeah. you know, I love all of they that. They mitzvah. They mitzvah, you Well, it became right. a bar mitzvah. It did in the yeah. end, but they mitzvah. And I, I get all of that, but it felt like it suddenly went into this sort of storybook land. Yeah. Which is where we were with like that huge wedding at the start of the second movie. Yeah, that and, was atrocious. You know, all of that stuff. Also, Charlotte's not eating that bread. I'm watching what's going on. <laughs> Anthony comes in, by the way, always killing it every line. He has yeah. a joke how he knows that all the all the meta cut, like it's all of it's all it's all good stuff. Yeah. But um She's just like, mm, this is good bread. Like as she like pushes it to her closed mouth. <laughs> Nobody's eating bread in this show, Claire. It's not real. Yeah, I know. You but can't. I also liked that Rock was like, I don't want any of this. I don't want to be like labeled a thing. I don't want to, you know, be known as any gender. I don't want to be a part of this, this any of any religion or whatever. And I felt like uh, this is far from my experience, but I that's the way how I feel about a lot of things of just like, no, I don't. I don't want to deal with that. You can do it, but I'm not going to do it. Again, not my experience. <laughs> Very dissimilar. But I, I liked that of just like I'm just not doing that. I yeah. thought that was cool. Yeah, that I knew that I knew. Rock you is the unsung that. hero of this series, <laughs> is what I'm saying. Oh, look, I totally agree with that because I think I was speaking to to someone. Actually, I was speaking to my osteo. <laughs> Oh, Because okay. my back's been real bad because I'm basically Karen Bradshaw. Mm. Um, and you're, um, you know, except my big, Mr. Big is alive because you gave me a back rub and I appreciated it. You're welcome. I, I didn't fix things. it. No, you didn't. Mm. But anyway, that's why my Ostro is for. Anyway, I was speaking to him about it and he was saying, and I, this is a completely different topic, but the same thing. What that, did he think of this episode? <laughs> he was, I haven't asked whether he's watched it. Uh, but what he was saying was the end result of all of this questioning and talking about, you know, non-binary, about gender, yeah. about identity and sexuality, all of these things. Well, wow, you guys have some, you guys go places in your studio <laughs> sessions, don't you? No, I think, I don't know how that came up. Mm. But I, it was interesting. It's good, though. This is a good conversation to have, though. Yeah, think, yeah, it was a really interesting conversation to have. Oh, it was because of, he listened to the, my episode with Eve Reese. Oh, really? Um, yeah, um, which is By coincidence? Of show, Taunts. Yeah. Does he follow you on Yeah, I think he does. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 and he follows your stuff, too. Tell him to stay out of my business. <laughs> if you listen to this, stay out of my... No, he's a good dude. Sorry, go anyway, on. Anyway, what he was saying, though, was that maybe at the end of the day, when we get down to it, it's just about not having any labels at all. Yeah, I, you know what? I, I don't disagree with that because mm-hmm. I think, and like, you know, a lot of people have said this, there is a difference between sex and gender and a lot of things to do, you know, with what it is to be male or female. They are constructs, you know? Yeah. The example I saw recently was like in the 17th century France, like to be a man, you'd have a big white powdered wig and like lead, pa- lead paint <laughs> like o- over your face and you're wearing like a tiny little corset and little sparkly and like shoes. Big, puffy pants. Yeah, and that was like the peak of masculinity. But if you wore that now, there is a there would be a different reaction to how you look. Yeah. So I think a lot of the things of like what it means to be a man or a woman, like how you dress, what you enjoy, even like how you work out and what your what your body looks like, do you know what I mean? What you do with your facial hair or your body hair and all of these different things. Yeah. They're constructs, you know? And I think that's what people get uh get caught up on. That like you know, well these people can't compete their nails, but these people can't or whatever, you know what I mean? When it, these yeah. are just arbitrary rules that don't mean anything. And it also doesn't mean that you have to do any of them, but, like, why do you care if somebody is just making their own way in the world, you know? Yeah, exactly. It's fucking bananas to me that, like, people, like, interfere with what somebody else wants to be. And it's always framed under, like, think of children, whatever. It's like you're not thinking of children. You're frightened because the world is leaving you behind as it should Die in a ditch. Anyway, go on. Oh, no, I don't. That's just a little harsh. Is that a little harsh? No, I, I completely agree. I was listening to a podcast the other day with Ooh. Glennon Doyle um, and she was talking to Martha Beck who is a really famous kind of motivational sort of life coach for want of a better word, but she's really not like that at all. She's kind of like that anti-positivity person. Yeah. She's really funny and down to earth and interesting. But what the essence of her kind of belief system is that what we really need to do is drop the worry about what other people are going to think of us Mm. and about all of the social constructs that kind of keep us trapped and make us feel exhausted and centre ourselves in our own knowing about what feels warm and good for us. And if that means disappointing other people in your life, 
well, so be it. Yeah. Because I think so much of what we do and what keeps us miserable and stuck is all this kind of social construction of like rigid form filling and yep. keeping up with the Joneses and making everything look perfect and having the perfect X, Y, and Z, you know, mm. perfect outfit, perfect car, perfect TV, trying to make sure that no one knows all of the things about what we actually are, which is human and kind of animals really and mm. messy and not fitting into particular boxes. And she also said what is good and true and freeing for one person will not be the same for another person. Yeah. And you have to be okay that sometimes you're going to disappoint people because you know in yourself that actually you shouldn't go to that thing. You need mm. to stay home yeah, because you're exactly. exhausted. And then what happens is that people sort of turn themselves into martyrs mm. around wanting to please everyone else to the point where then when they're doing the things for everyone else, they're actually angry because <laughs> they're bringing in, you know, that angry yeah. energy of like, fine, I'll, just, I'll, I'll do, do that. It. I'll bloody yeah, take Yeah, I'll this. just do all of this and be resentful about it. Mm. And it goes back to the same thing I've listened to Brene Brown say about compassion and the most compassionate people are those that have really, really strong boundaries. And so if you can enter into situations, which it sounds counterintuitive, thinking of yourself first. Yeah. It's that thing of, and you mentioned this the other day, like with kids, putting the mask on yourself. Yeah. So then you've got before. enough to give others. I mean, Martha Beck is an example of a doctor she was speaking to who was caring for patients in a, in a hospital in a really so, low socioeconomic economic area. Right. And she was saying how actually that doctor, in order to do her work, needed to make sure that 70% of her energy and time was focused on herself mm-hmm. so that then she had enough energy and time to give to the other people there. And if that became out of whack, she very quickly burnt out. And you see that a lot. Like if you just yep. give and give and give and give and give without filling up something within you and listening to your own sense of being, you end up burning out and being no of no use to anyone, yep. let alone to yourself. And I, I know that's a long tangent, but I think at the end of the day, we're human beings, right? And yes. society wants to trap us putting labels on us in mm. all different ways. And it's it's just, yeah, go rock. And it's capitalism <laughs> and also. It's, but it is. It's capitalism. It totally because is. capitalism teaches us that we need to be of value and of use and of service and yeah. of production yeah. so that we ourselves are also, are always sort of outputting yeah. and whatever it's like, work. And, and this is, know. I mean, this is a tangent within a tangent, mm. within a tangent. But like it's like, you know, you hear people say, well, the post office doesn't, you know, we, the post office costs us so much money a year. It's like, no, that's what, it, it's a service. It's supposed to, it's not supposed to make money. Like it's a service that you pay for through your taxes. You know what I mean? Not everything is like needs to have, you know, not everything needs to be a big money generating thing. Exactly. And I think, and look, this this also comes from privilege because at a certain point you need to have enough income and to be, like live a stable That's why there should be universal healthcare, uh, free education for all, and also a universal basic income for everybody. Like and then you can earn a salary on top that's of that. Socialism and communism. It's not, James. but that's not. It's just look. That's just looking after people. That's all that is. Like take money. Say in Australia, you could do from all the mining that has happened, and some countries do this and funnel it instead of towards a couple of people. Or give overseas. It, yeah, give it to everybody because yeah. it's you know everybody who lives here or whatever. Anyway, fucking whatever. That's a whole I mean, other thing. Welcome Listen, to just like that. Big, biggest <laughs> the podcast where we uh, we actually just dissect all the problems that are wrong that yes. are wrong with society and ignore the actual episode. But that's how bad this episode was. Big is cursed though. It is trapped in a lamp, like the genie from Aladdin. That's so weird. Or Jafar, more like it because he's evil. And I'm glad he's dead. <laughs> um, I was thinking he was in hell. Carrie's like, he's smoking in heaven. I'm like, no, nah, he's in hell. <laughs> uh, no, or trapped in this lamp. <laughs> I just saw him like Hades from, you know, like, you know. Um, from Hercules? From Hercules, yeah, from the cartoon Hercules. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He would really, Chris North would really fit in with that whole thing. He certainly I would. Uh, so it's interesting because like, uh, first of all, she's like, what do I do with him? And I'm like, just put him in a bin, who cares? But um, take, as you mentioned, taking him to France and she has a dream where she sees him weird too. and it's very clear. Like if I didn't even know that he was cancelled for real life 
horrible stuff. I'll be like, that scene was cut very weirdly. Yeah. Because they they did, we mentioned this in an earlier episode, they did film a sequence together um, where they cut out because of the allegations that were, yeah. that, that multiple and look, allegations I that came And I absolutely think that, you know, all the things that have happened and with Chris Noss and everything, very deserved, obviously. Yep. However, it did feel from a character hollow. perspective, yeah. it feels really strange because he's obviously still like the actor is alive. Yeah. It, it did feel very strange that he does not appear didn't even work. in her memories. Didn't work at all. It just didn't. Um, it fell completely flat. Yeah. And it was also really confusing. And that was what, it, what I also really hated about it. Big it was such a huge character, like him or loathe him. In the show, right? Sucks, but sorry, go on. Yeah, I know he does. I'm not saying he's a good character. And he's kind <laughs> but you're of right, her, he's a bit. But I thought what is so much more interesting, I was hoping her brother would sit down and like divulge some terrible things about Big or Oh, I was like, I was thinking like, oh, this is where she, he's like, you give me all your money or whatever. Yeah, because something else that would have been really interesting is, yeah, if suddenly she's got like she Big's investments had fallen over or yeah. something interesting had happened to or kind he of. he killed somebody. Yeah, God. And now no. Carrie has to go to jail. <laughs> He's part of the season mafia. Season two. Yeah, season <laughs> two. It's Orange is the New Black, but it's Carrie Bradshaw. Yeah, Trying exactly. to fashion a, a gown out of a out of an orange jumpsuit. Yeah. Whereas, and I just feel like it just, it didn't do that. It didn't go anywhere really interesting. No. It just, it kind of tried to turn it back into a sex and relationship show, like surface level show. Speaking of, so uh, their podcast still sucks. We got the final episode oh at the start. And when they're talking about what's the biggest breakup, well, I got broken up over face. Shut up. And Carrie's then like, death is the ultimate breakup or whatever or someone. And then they're like, oh. yeah, let's make that a t-shirt. And I'm like, oh, this is some hot content. And then they go, we got any callers? And I'm like, is this a radio show? What's happening? I yeah. thought this was a podcast. It's so I think weird. it's both. So thank Christ, X, Y, and Me is over <laughs> as a series because Shay has moved to California. IA. California. IA. Uh, and then Carrie's producers are like, uh, hey, I like what I like what you're doing. Would you like to do a show that's more suited to you? You know, just giving out generic advice to Rubes. And she's like, hey, to do that, actually. That's my speciality. <laughs> what do you mean, rubes? You know, people ring in, they're like, bah, 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 bah. Carrie's like, just believe in your friends. I know what you mean, just, but just I've be- never heard the word rubes Rube before. is like someone being tricked or something or whatever. Oh, okay. But that's also weird because, I mean, I know it's very it's rare like for a podcast column. to have a live call-in function. Yeah, it's both. I mean, radio shows do that, you know what I mean? Yeah, that is true. It does feel more like it's better a radio for her, show. And it's better for her. Like, it's better suited for her. It's more it her is. style and format and... Because she's not like like a media personality in the way that you know, you yeah, know what I mean. Like, I know exactly. I can't what even I also, explain What it. annoyed me though was even the way the last sort of line of the show when she's you know being. Dish- oh my god! She said the name of the show. Claire. Oh, when she's dishing out advice to this poor person that's rung in, it was such boring advice. It's also like it was just like the future that's what I'm saying. is unwritten. What the hell does that even mean? It, it could mean anything. anything. All you need is two good friends, like I have. Yeah, and one then or you'll two. be fine. What about like <laughs> I don't have any friends because he alienated me from everybody that I know, or like. All my friends sided with him or whatever, or I'm on the other side of the country. There, She just went on this. I feel like she put the person on mute and then just went, so just have two good friends and thanks for listening to Sex in the City, the, the show yeah, or whatever. so weird. I just felt like it was awful. And the, the podcast episode at the beginning, I just felt Tragic. like it was so awful. And they were talking about bad breakups. She could have easily referred to the sticky note. You know, when oh, she gets yeah. breaking up, broken up with on a post-it by Burger, and I know that's obvious, but it's a throwback to the old yeah. episode, and it feel it would have matched the lightness. In death which is they not were a talking. like death is not a breakup. No, and and exactly, and also the carry of the first eight episodes would not have had it in her to make that kind of joke. And I, I don't can't think believe anyone... that show lasted a year. That's crazy. (laughs) But also a year since Big died, right? Yeah. That's not long enough for her to be okay with just being like, death's the ultimate breakup. (laughs) Uh, Oh, yeah, you win, Carrie. You're actually, let's make a T-shirt about your dead husband. No. (laughs) Put his face on it. I'm dead. I broke broke up and I'm I'm in in the river. Do you know what one of the scenes I felt like 
actually worked, okay. which was good, um, was Dr. Nia Wallace and Miranda Hobbs. Very short, uh, got information like out of both of them in a yeah. very natural. They're a good pairing. They're a really yeah. good pairing. And I think the reason it worked was because Nia was, unlike the weird Kerry bathroom scene, Nia was able to challenge Miranda's choice mm. in a way that a friend would and also show her own pain. Yeah. And I think what was interesting was was her talking about how her partner was has gone on tour and it appears that maybe they'll be breaking up mm. over the fact that he wants Oop. to. Oh, Speaking of breaking up, just drop my bloody wedding ring. <laughs> over the fact that he wants a baby and she doesn't. Yeah. And the pain on her face, that moment was probably the one moment in the show that I felt hit an emotional chord mm. that was relatable. And also their relationship together, two really smart, intelligent women. I think I also struggle with the idea that Miranda with all her feminist ideals and all, you know, just because she's a rigid person Mm. and she's had some very conservative views, I find it hard to believe that she would just throw away a really hard-won internship to do human rights work, which she was so passionate about in the first few episodes. I remember. To sit in a crowd that she doesn't really, in a world she doesn't really get Mm. with Shay. And it's not that I don't think, you know, you shouldn't follow your heart and She's in love and whatever. But, yeah, I get get what you're saying. I know what you mean. And people do do all kinds of things when they're in love. I totally get that. I like that she was at least aware of it. Just like, I know this is probably terrible, but I'm just going to do this thing. Yeah. For me or whatever. I just wish that they had done a scene with Steve. Yeah. A proper scene with Steve. Where you know it would have been good. They cut to the show. And Steve's there. <laughs> and he's working backstage and he's trying to he's trying to sabotage <laughs> a sandbag to fall on Shay's head. Uh, you and he lives there. Shay like the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Steve. Steve. Yeah, I love it. Steve of the sitcom, they could call him. <laughs> Steve, wah, 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 and he's there just like with the half mask on. Yeah, absolutely. You know, he just like um, rowing a gondola. gondola. Yeah. Miranda, Miranda, Miranda. <laughs> I've kidnapped you, Miranda. Oh, Steve, I like your new hair, Miranda. Oh, let me go, Steve. What are you doing? What? <sighs> it's the Phantom of the Opera. Miranda, Miranda. <laughs> it's the Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> Steve Brady of the Opera. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Maybe he'll come back in the next season. Yeah, maybe. But speaking of someone who might come back in the next season... You had a moment, a moment with Samantha speculation. <laughs> I saw it in your eyes where you were like, this could happen. <laughs> I, I saw it. <laughs> I saw it in you. You can't deny it. I really know. I know. <laughs> they got me. They got me in. And what was so funny was I saw you get, you went and did a nervous wee. I did before You went then. a nervous well, because, Okay, so it started with, okay, if you don't know, you've just tuned into this, this episode. I mean, why are you reason. listening to this? Why are you anyway? listening? But um, <laughs> every week I'll be talking about, is Samantha going to show up? And I'm like 99% sure that she's not going to, but I'm keeping that glimmer of hope. And Claire is like, definitely not. The actress yes. in real life has no yes. interest. And it turns out, obviously, and you may were correct. I say, 
I'm absolutely correct. Yeah. I stand by I my I would have rubbed this in your face so hard. I, would I know never you would have. I know, which is part of, it was like this like really weird mix of emotion for me because on one hand I was like, oh my God, maybe I should come back. And the other hand I was like, no, he can't be right. And I was torn. I was so, like Natalie and Brulia style torn. That's right. So Carrie messaged her and was like, I had my my kiss and she's like, how was it? She's like, yeah, whatever. And she's like, the first of many. This is Samantha, by the way. Yeah. Samantha's doing um, um, that text exchange. Want to talk. And then she says, soon. So the table is set. Right? Yes. Uh, Or should I say the rug pull is set. And so (laughs) then uh, after Carrie dumps his ashes. Yeah. and and At that point, I'm like, this isn't happening. She's wearing pink rubber gloves and James pauses it. Because they're in Paris and he looks yeah. at me and he's like, in Paris, or wonders of Paris. That's right, London in Paris. Well, I said that I said that way before then. When Carrie's like, I'm going over, I'm like, interesting. Paris and London. And also, it's like an hour flight. And the you other, can get a train or, under the ground. And also the other thing was Miranda and Charlotte both couldn't go. So Carrie's going on her own. Yep. And so it was set up for this sort of I thought like. Charlotte could go. She could, but they decided not, she decided not to go. Okay. Because Carrie decided she wanted to do it on her own. And I mm. guess if Miranda wasn't going, I don't know, she wanted to do it on her own. There was like part of me which wish, wishes like she looked up and you just saw like her in the distance. You could use like a stand-in or whatever. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But- and you could leave it like that. So the drink happened also. Yeah. and We just didn't say it. I kind of won then, didn't I, in a way? No, you totally didn't win. I no, ne- I was absolutely I ne- correct. I nearly won. <laughs> you know, no, that's not how it works. And like you nearly won a gold medal. No, you lost. You lost, mate. You lost. But that, admit it. it. Admit it. It was. Admit I lost. lost. I lost. Thank you. But I was always right. You, I saw it in you. Yeah, but it didn't happen. This, it was the fear. It was the fear of someone who knows they're going to win, but then maybe it's swept out under them. It's the fear of the person that was ice skating at the front of the pack. Before Steve, Steve, Steve and Bradbury, Bradbury just kind of like suddenly sails past them and well they're lying on the floor. Steve Bradbury, well learned because he didn't fall over. He Correct. earned that Winter Very Olympic much skating well medal. Learned. I'm not saying and no shade on Steve Brady, no. as Charlotte would say, no shade. no shade. However, that was the feel. It was the feel of like, oh, I'm almost at the finish line. But also a little glimmer of hope because I would have loved to seen her because that is something that was missing over the last yep. couple of episodes. You notice it, don't you? you notice more it. And more. Do you know why you notice it? Because they have reverted back to the, the right. old format yeah. and yep. they're trying to bring it back to the old show. And I fucking hate that because mm. it's not the old show. It can't be the old show. And if they're trying to... Everything's too woke. It can't be the old show. No, but it's not that. It's that the characters, like, watching Do we ever get like, that regress. woke button installed? <laughs> we should get it if we do season two. We totally should. Woke oh, woke We could alert. actually get you to do that totally. on our little thing. We've got all these different sound effects we never use. Um, I just, I'm so disappointed in them. I feel like they almost, it's like you, where you feel like you almost got the Samantha speculation come yeah. off. But you know, it, feels off, like, but you uh, it feels like the rise of Skywalker, the movie. I don't know if you ever saw the third in the sequel trilogy. No. Uh, just like, just fucking fumbled it hard at the end. Oh, I mean, I, so a lot of people didn't like the last year. I liked it a lot. And then just like, oh, why did you? Oh, the emperor's yeah, back! It's like oh having, God, you're doing a million Death Stars! Like it was like that at the end. That's like so and, depressing. It's like it's like having a lovely cheesecake that you might pass around mouth to mouth. Yeah, that's and how I do tomato it. Tomato sauce all over it. It's mm, just like they suddenly good just ruined, like fumbled the ball at the very last hurdle. Here's, here's, those, those are some crazy metaphors you're mixing there, Claire. <laughs> but let me tell you this. Then let me ask you this: What's next? Uh, are we going to get Samantha next season? Let's do it now. What are we doing? Is she coming back? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say hard no. I'm going to say 50-50. No, you know what? 100% yes. All right. I'm going I'm, for it. Okay. This season I'm like, I'm pretty sure it's not going to happen. Next season I'm just I'm putting it all on the table. All right. I, oh, God, because there is a massive part of me that wants it to happen. But I think after seeing those last two episodes, they certainly wrote it how she could have at the last minute like done a scene yeah, or just showed up. And I wonder if they did that on purpose. 100% I would say. If they were hoping that she would. Because then you because wouldn't even they... need to get them together. You could just film her and yeah. she's just like standing at a distance. You yeah, know what I mean? totally. You wouldn't even need them in the same room no. and she'd get like $100,000 exactly. or whatever. It's so interesting, isn't it, that the last two ep- – well, I think it's interesting. It's probably not interesting to many people. It's just so interesting. If you're listening to how... this, it's probably interesting. <laughs> Your pop I, filter's a bit askew at oh, the front there. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I'm all askew. I've got all my rage. 
that better? Is this a radio show or a podcast? I can't oh, tell you God, what. God, I can't tell. We're going to do a call in now mm. with Kim Cattrall. Oh, I love that. Oh, my God. I have so many questions about Kim Cattrall. I'll ask her about Mannequin. Uh, oh, my God. I have so many questions. I'll ask her about How I Met Your Father. I'll watch all the new episodes that show I haven't seen yet. But anyway, go on. It's just really interesting to me that Kim Cattrall is a person like all of us sitting in her house presumably watching the series. You reckon? I reckon. I reckon you couldn't not. I reckon you just couldn't not at least watch it. I mean, it would be really painful, but I feel like she would have watched it. And then what are you thinking after that? Like she said, she supposedly has burnt every bridge, right, mm. with everyone from production team down. However, everyone is still saying that they've left the door open. Yeah, and it doesn't a lot matter. Of, that's what I'm saying, yeah. Yeah, I know, uh, obviously, because it, she would be, I just, I don't know. I just don't know what she would do. And I think in my heart of hearts that it's a hard no. And the reason I think it's a hard no is because of those last two episodes. They were so shitful. Yeah. And I just feel like. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I yeah. feel like if it had been a home run at the end of the season, yeah. I would have felt like she would need to come back. But now looking at the direction they're trying to take the show, mm. I feel like I don't want her to come back because. <laughs> I mean, look, kind of, things can, you know, yeah. things can turn around and, you know, seasons have dud episodes and whatever. And maybe they're building to something that we are. Uh, we don't know at the moment. You know what I mean? That's For true. example. You told me. You said you said, the, you said these words. I did. You I told know, me that Aiden was coming. You told me that. I know. You said I read he it. would return, I and did. I was waiting. So he was. I. I thought he was going to be in the elevator at the edge of the door. He's like, "Hello, I work here too. I've been here the whole time. I worked in this radio see, studio." That would have brought it back into. And I, because I'm sure. Or is I that read, just old sex? In the, no, I'm sure that I read that he was coming back. Yeah. I'm sure of it. Maybe I imagined it because I love Aiden. Maybe I imagined it, but I'm sure I read that that particular actor had said John Corbett confirmed his involvement in the series last spring. Thank you. I did read. I didn't hallucinate. He he did confirm he was coming back. That's so weird. Isn't that weird? And he just didn't show up in it at all, not even a second of the show. Maybe he was in it and they cut it. I don't know. he filmed it or. I have no idea. Or they decided not to write it in. You wouldn't cut it, right? I don't know, unless they took it in a different direction or something. Yeah. Maybe they – maybe – I don't know because that's that – okay, good. I didn't hallucinate that. I know. See, and that to me even having Aiden show up would have been interesting. I feel like you know what else it was missing and maybe this is one of the reasons it doesn't feel like a complete episode. Mm. I feel like they didn't say a proper goodbye to Big. Yeah. Even though I know he's terrible, I know why, I know yep. Chris Renoss deserves allegedly to be cancelled, all those things. I think there's a difference right. between also like people confuse like getting cancelled with like, no, you sexually assaulted a bunch of people. Do you know what I mean? It's not, they're not yes. the same. Do you know, I know what I mean? Exactly. Like, yeah. And, I, and I, I, I'm, there, there is no part of me that doesn't think that he should be brought to justice and, you know, go through the court of law, all of those things. How, so I'm just, but I'm just going to shelve that for a minute and we're just talking about a fictional show. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Chris North is not Mr. Big. Yeah. In terms of a narrative arc of the show, if the show began grounded in the idea of losing the biggest love of your life and in grief, mm. I feel like people who are watching the show from a perspective of someone who's lost someone and is grieving, they didn't do it justice. Yep. They didn't do carry justice. They didn't follow through with what they started. Mm-hmm. They didn't show what it's really like to lose that person. A year is not long at all. Yeah. And they didn't do a proper goodbye to Big in a way that felt heartbreaking and really sort of visceral and sad and also celebratory, mm. which I know maybe that maybe they had that and they had to cut it. But either way, it just it feels like it wasn't a complete episode, hollow. and then to, it was hollow, yeah. Because ending it with her just like frivolously kissing Mr. Peter Jackson in the elevator just felt like a bit of a kick in the teeth mm. to people who watched it, and I guess me, for example, and really thought about it as an examination of grief. Mm. You know, in a really heightened world. And I have to say the fashion still was incredible. Still looking good in those rubber gloves. Yeah, all, and so the cinematography on the sets and things, amazing. But 
it just it lacked the heart that yep. I feel like most of the season had. I feel uh, so. I've just I've just searched on Twitter for what's going on with Aiden. I found this tweet mm-hmm. from Bailey Kennedy who says, "I think I speak for everyone when I say, where the hell is Aiden?" And Banner Boy responds by saying, "Playing basketball with Steve." And I like to think that that's true. That see? that's what's happening. <gasps> and see, that would have been a really interesting yeah. storyline because they're like, "We got broken up with by these by these women." <laughs> Again, no, or just Aiden and Steve are supposed to be really good mates. So yep. that that would have been, and legitimately, if Steve's been cheated on, which he has been, which they seem to have glossed over. Yes, and Aiden was also cheated on. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's not why they ended up breaking up. In no, the end, but, but yeah. like, but even just as a mate, you would be there for your friend, right? If Steve's going through a divorce. Yeah. So that would have been such an interesting thing to bring him back into the world in that way. And look, I know if they're doing a second season, there's a lot of room and time in the show to do other things with it. But I just feel like it just there was no real big dramatic anything. It kind of just ended. Yep. Don't you think? Yep. I there was That's why again, not good enough as a standalone series, not also good enough as a ongoing series because like either way Either way, boring. Like it sort of just set it up for most of the characters to be kind of on little dating escapades Mm -hmm. and Steve to be non-existent and Brady to just be cool with his mum. I'm cool, Brady. Completely changing her identity. I look like the guy from Ratatouille. I'm Brady. (laughs) But also wouldn't that have been interesting to get some scenes with Brady kind of unpacking Maybe we what's will. happening with his mum. You know what I think the next season is going to be? It's going to be a, like in the same way that this initially was, addressing a lot of the problems with this. You know, like oh, this one kind of yeah. addressed like the movies and by that I yeah. mean like took it in a direction that those second movie was not. Yeah. I think we're going to get like it's going to be like reactionary to this and maybe for the first few episodes we'll be like maybe this is all right. And then it's going to go bad again. Yeah, I don't know. But you know what? Shows ebb and flow and whatever. But I'll tell you this much, Claire. Yeah. This show never ebbs and flows. It's always high quality. I would even say it's worth (laughs) five stars. And this is your opportunity, if you could, uh, to leave a review for this show, just like Miller1679 has said. And just like that, I have a new favourite podcast. What a blessing. A funny podcast that isn't afraid to poke fun at all the silly aspects of and just like that, while also recognising there is value in both Sex and the City and just like that even if it's just for the fashion inspo. A true joy of a podcast. Thanks, guys. Much appreciated. You can do that in app. Uh, and, you know, we, well, are we going to come back and do this again, Claire? I guess. I'm not excited about it. I feel so angry. Of course we are. Of course Ooh. I am. Of course we are. Okay. Well, we'll see, won't we? But you have an email to I read do. out. I or have you got more do. things? Oh, look. No, that's okay. To I've debriefed. Bit about. I feel like I just have so many feelings about you can it. Tell anyway. from all your feelings you're telling. I have so many feelings. Even the all way right. you're telling me that you've got feelings makes me think you've got feelings. <laughs> all right. So I have. Quite an interesting email oh, addressing an something okay. for our boy Steve. Our boy Steve? From Charity Elkins. Okay. Hey, Claire and James. What up? I love your most successful podcast, Suggestible. That Thanks, is not mate. true. Charity. That is uh, numbers do not lie and that is not true. All right, whatever. Pipe down over there. But sometimes it's not about quali- quantity, it's just about quality. That's true. And the quality of our listeners is so excellent. Mm. Anyway, so of course I had to listen to this podcast about Sex in the City and Just Like That, a show I've never seen. Of course. <laughs> Long story short, I love this podcast and I'm planning on catching up on the original show at some point. But honestly, yeah. the reason I'm writing is to say hashtag justice for Steve. Mm-hmm. I love that she's never watched the story, but even she understands that our boy Steve. needs some justice. Cleanliness, she says, is important to me. Not to be gross, but I often ask my partner if his hands are clean before getting into sexy times. Not that that he's dirty. I just don't want any weird infections down there. So if he ever said he wanted to wash his hands first, I would be honestly so happy. There so, you go. Good. In my opinion, Steve is completely justified in wanting to wash his hands first. He is to hoping that our boy Steve finds happiness. Charity Rose. <laughs> oh, Charity, I feel like... So far, he may not even appear at all in the second season, but I like to think he's off living his life somewhere. I like to think so too. I like to think so too. Wow, what a wonderful person. Correct, exactly. And uh, on that note, that's the end of the show. That is the end of the show. And I like that we've ended on a, a clear message of wash your hands. Wash your fucking hands, everyone. Everybody wash your hands. Keep it clean, not mean.
That's a great As way I to put it. As I always say. All right. And also, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for coming along on this absolutely wild ride. And I just, I just love ending on a downer. Do you know what I mean? Just being like, oh, How are you feeling God. there about your Samantha speculation? How are you feeling now that oh, you look, lost? I, uh, I was, it was, it, it wasn't, it was never going to happen. I knew that in my heart. It was a nervous Peter. There was, there was a moment okay. where both of us thought. There was, look, it I was okay through. with, um, uh, but like, you know what I mean? It's good to have hope. I think that's okay. I think. Because isn't that representative we, of the show? Yes. In general. Just, it's like, oh, maybe this, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> maybe this thing that was getting me through the past six weeks is now just like. Ten weeks. Ten weeks. Maybe it was, it was something and now it's not. Now it's nothing. No, it's like Jerry Seinfeld does this bit about how a meal can be super delicious, but if you eat one too many bites, it can be terrible. Mm. And you suddenly don't want any of it and it's ruined the whole thing. I feel like this is what's happened. Maybe I should just – it's like with the second movie, I pretend it doesn't exist. Maybe I just need to pretend the the second – like the two last episodes just didn't happen. Maybe. All right. Thanks, everybody. And thank you so much to Raw Collings for (laughs) putting in the extra edit on this every week. I know. My goodness. Uh, All right. really appreciate it. And we'll see you at Suggestible in our other podcast feed if you're up for some more chitter-chatter. There's there's a new episode up every Thursday or Wednesday evening or something Mm -hmm. like that. Uh, There's a huge back catalogue. We obviously just did one uh, starting off for the new year. We both talked about very interesting things if you do want to check it out. Collings will also link that below. Thank you very much. This is uh, is and just like Justable. We're going to go. and the city. Bidding, 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 It's disappointing, but it's okay. We'll go on. Yeah, there'll be other shows. Bye. It's probably better than the Carrie Diaries. <laughs> probably. It's probably better than a hole in your head. Yeah, probably that too. Probably. Okay. Bye. This podcast is part of the Planet Broadcasting Network. Visit planetbroadcasting.com for more podcasts from our great mates. I mean, if you want. It's up to you. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.